Hello, hello, hello. This is podcast number four. A lot of you guys have inboxed me asking me where have I been. Now, the original podcast was supposed to come out February 5th. However, I was unable to do that. And that's my apologies. I had a couple of family emergencies come up. However, if you don't know by now, this is your host, your speaker, the Joe Miller. I sat and I contemplated for a while about what I'm going to talk about today. And we're just going to get into a subject I want to call toxicity and development. We're going to hit a lot of things. This is going to be an umbrella type podcast today because we're going to hit a couple of different things. I was scrolling on Facebook today and... um and a couple of days from now, like, um, I saw a meme where it said, you know, me and my friend bonding over trauma that we had. Me and my friend walking around realizing we both have trauma or laughing at our trauma. It was something like that. I, I can't tell you verbatim what this said. But what I can tell you, it is two friends who realize they have trauma, but they're laughing at it. Now... I find it very pleasant, if you will, that our generation can form memes and laugh about our trauma. I actually really like that. That is a way of bonding and coping. However, this is not 100% cope worthy. You can't 100% cope like this. And some of us will stop there. We will walk the hell around knowing we have trauma but don't want to go get help for it, especially in the black community. I'll get into that a little bit deeper later. We can't go around having trauma and recognize, oh, we got trauma and, and laughing about it and letting that be that. We need to go get help for it. Now, I started therapy with my therapist and she's helped me recognize a lot of things that I didn't even realize that I have in regards to trauma. And it's made me realize a lot of different things that I need to work on that has since bettered me for all the goals I'm trying to achieve. Now, if you're going through life and you can't seem to find the motivation to start what you want to do or get motivated to start what you want to do or you're quickly you're the person that quickly wants to give up or you doubt yourself is that due to your trauma or do you just think this is just a normal oh I'm I'm like that have you took a deep dive into why you're like that I think everyone needs therapy everyone needs some form of therapy we lived in a fucked up world if I'm being honest we are openly accepting our trauma and wearing it on our shoulders, wearing it on our sleeves. And we take this into new friendships. We take this into work sites. Shit, some of us have been to work and received trauma there. And now we're scared to apply and do something. Here's a prime example. I worked at a said hospital in Raleigh, North Carolina. Worst hospital of my life. Now, not everybody reacts like this, but I did. These people will watch me use the bathroom. 
okay and i was having a shit attack one night and i was up in the stall like you know when your stomach really hurt and you up in that stall and you're like oh god please god please i will never eat this again if you spare me this pain and you're over there contouring all over the bathroom because your stomach hurts so bad that is the type of pain that i was going through when i was in that bathroom stall and those employees were watching me Okay, I would get cold. I couldn't afford the jacket that they wanted me to buy with the logo on it was like 60 bucks. So I was wearing my own little jacket. This was before I became a nurse. I got written up for that. I got written up for sleeping in the stall, even though I was bent over, looking like I was getting exercised. <laughs> Ex you know how the people in exorcists, you know that. Anyway, looking like I was getting exercised is what I'm going to call it. Because my stomach is so messed up. I got written up for that. Then I got fired. I was so traumatized. I would come into work every day crying. That led me to not apply for an ED position. I didn't apply for another ED position because I was so traumatized from what I experienced in the ED the first time. That I didn't, I let it hold me back. But as soon as I got to another job and I got tired of settling for less, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to deal with this and I'm going to go forth for that job. I applied for another ED position in another hospital. Best position in my life. And I could have been working that position much earlier had I dealt with the trauma I experienced and recognized that this is what it was. They didn't like me for this reason. It's not always like this. Forgive them for what they did and realize this is not going to apply to every situation and move on. So this is why I say people need therapy because there's certain traumas that hold you back in your life. There was another post I saw on Facebook that talked about how Tyrese cried about his daughter and people laughed at him will smith was on national tv and his wife was telling him how he cheated and how his kids were not claiming him or but this is why men have such a problem with expelling their emotions this is why men have deeper insecurities than women will ever realize because the world tells men that they cannot be emotional beings they have to be strong all the time and you have got to kill that narrative we have made therapy for men such a form of weakness that men will not go seek it. And if they do, they try to keep it quiet. So men result, not all men, but most men result their trauma and their insecurity and in trying to pull multiple women having sex with multiple women. They get in these relationships with women that they love so much because it doesn't matter. A man can love you and still cheat on you. They get in these relationships with women that they love so much. And once they're only getting one woman and not feeding that insecurity no more, they lose grasp and their insecurity starts showing. And in order to bury that, they go and they look for women. This is not the case for all men. Some men have that problem because of how they were raised, what they went through as a child. Again, something they need to go get therapy for. However, us as human beings have made fun of men. And I want every man, especially black men, but definitely every man listening this to know. If you have sex with these women and you feel empty afterwards, you need help. And you don't need help because something is wrong with you per se by your looks. 
but something is internally wrong. You are lacking somewhere internally. You feel like you have a problem somewhere internally or you have insecurities. And you need to address that. And let me be the first woman to say a man going to therapy is such an amazing thing. You are such a man for that. Do not let society tell you you cannot go get therapy for whatever you're going through. Do not let society tell you you are weak or you're showing a form of weakness. If you go get therapy for something that you went through, if you are a black man or if you are a white man or Hispanic man and your white, black or Hispanic mother treated you horrible and that is the reason why you will not date women of your color, that is a poor excuse. Go get therapy because you shouldn't punish every woman for what you went through as a child. And that's vice versa for a woman you do not punish every man because your father was not there get therapy for that a lot of us punish people for what we went through as a child and a lot of us punish ourselves for what we went through as a child a lot of us unrecognizingly haven't forgiven ourselves for things that we went through as a child a lot of us are in the same boat because we put so much emphasis on materialistic things because we think materialistic things is what says who we are. And all types of music glorifies having a Benz, having a Bentley, having a Rolls Royce. You can have all that shit and still be unhappy. Why do you think a lot of celebrities are killing themselves? Because they're unhappy. All that materialistic stuff amounts out to nothing. You can have all these materialistic things and still be unhappy because you have problems that you neglect to address. So what's next on the agenda? What's really next for yourself? Because just because you rock a Gucci belt and you got some Gucci shoes or you Louis Vuitton down, you think that you have achieved something? You got a Gucci belt, but you're on the bus. You got a Mercedes Benz, but you have nowhere to stay. Your priorities need to be in line with what you really want out of life. These materialistic things will not make you happy. And women nowadays are like, well, I ain't dating a man unless he got all this money and all this. But honey, what do you have? Baby, what do you bring to the table? Because you can marry a millionaire and he's paying your whole life. He's paying everything for you. Okay, but if he dies and you have no ring, no title, no nothing, baby, you're going to be a broke bitch back on the corner again. Back waiting for another man. You need to have something in your belt too. It's not about what these men can do for you. And men, it's not about what these women can do for you. We were created as two people to come together and do something. And that applies for every type of relationship. Whether you're a woman dating a woman, you're a man dating a man, you're queer dating queer, or whatever else and however you identify your relationships, your partner is not your servant. That goes for women dating men, men dating women, women dating women, men dating men, or however you identify. Your partner is not your servant. Your partner is your partner. Meaning they help you accomplish what you want to accomplish out of life. You help them accomplish what they want to accomplish out of life. And y'all come together to accomplish things together. Your partner should be your sanctuary per se. 
Your partner should be somebody you feel comfortable going to in moments of doubt, in moments of insecurity, in moments of hurt. You should be able to be vulnerable in your partner. You should be able to know that your partner is going to uplift you when you fall and vice versa. Your partner should not be your cash cow. Now, having a sugar, sugar baby or a sugar daddy, that's a whole different topic. I'm not getting into that. But when you're out here looking for an actual partner, you need to be an actual partner. And being actual partners mean that you are healed to the point where you can accept your partner and not hold them accountable, man or woman. Not hold them accountable for things that you experienced in your past. That's toxic. A lot of y'all in regards to friendships don't know how to be a real friend because you've never had one. We're all taught in this world that we're supposed to take, take, take. And sometimes it's okay to give. A true friendship is give and take. It's beneficial for it's beneficial for the both. But it's give and take on both ends. Some days I give, some days she gives. And vice versa. Some of y'all really just be keeping up with people just to keep up with people. Do you get it? Relationships does not start with saying hey to someone and oh, whatever, just to see what they're doing, just to see what they're up to. Just to keep them in your corner so they can, oh yeah, um, can I can I get this from you? Can I do? No, you need to stop doing that. If you're going to be a friend to someone, be a friend. If you're a friend to someone, you should be able to discuss issues. Any ideas for what my next podcast will be? See you guys next time.